Following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. This is Steele Philippek, creator, lead writer, co-producer, and director of Queens of the Sapphire Sea, an action comedy about the adventures of a pair of seaplane mercenaries over the seas and through the skies of interwar France. This is Season 2, Episode 4, Storms Colder and Cold Shoulders. If you like witty banter, European romanticism, Hayao Miyazaki, particularly Porco Rosso, and swashbuckling daring-do, then you'll love Queens of the Sapphire Sea. Thanks for listening. Thanks for driving with me to the mall, Grandma. I just needed to get out. It wasn't just for your benefit. We both got away from your mother. Plus, it's always nice to get away to some secluded place and chat. (laughs) Yeah, and I got to put more hours on my learner's permit. I can't wait to get a real license. And leave your grandmother in the dust, hmm. No, that's not it. It's- I'm just teasing you, darling. I appreciate every moment with you, but you don't need an old biddy around all the time. You're growing into a woman, who apparently is very popular. Hmm? Oh, that? No, it's just nothing. (sighs) It's what's-his-name again? Maybe. And he's been showing even more interest after you... I don't know with him a little more than you intended to, right? Maybe. And now he's done or said something stupid, and you're giving him a little bit of the cold shoulder to make sure he knows that you don't need him. Uh, no, actually. So you're going to... Wait, what? See, so I was talking with Andrea, you remember her, for my birthday? Well, she was saying that I should only respond to every third text, and if he texts too much, then I should... I get it, I get it. You're playing hard to get, hmm? Well then. What? What's wrong with that? Nothing. Like I said, you're turning into a woman. You can make your own decisions. Just don't play too hard to get, okay? Okay. Sure, but I don't want him to think I'm, well... No, of course not. But, listen, let's get an orange, Julius, and I'll say my piece. If at any time you want to tune out, just let me know, and we can head home. To your mother. Nice, Grandma. Real subtle. I'll give you the moral first, just in case. Passion is like a fire. If you don't tend to it, It'll go out. You shouldn't be at anybody's beck and call. But if you like this guy, get it out in the open. I've made my fair share of mistakes in love. And one of the big ones came when I was young. You see, it had been a real adventure after Bill and I split, got back together again, and then dealt with Jamal, those mobsters, the cult. And, well... I let a few things fall by the wayside. I guess I just expected things to go back to normal. But things don't, particularly when it comes to love. Set it free, and if it comes back, it was meant to be. 
Eh, I haven't believed that since I was 17. There's Belle and Madeline coming in. Funny. I work for them now, but my trigger finger gets itchy and my scalp goes all tingly like they're gonna start shooting at me. You wouldn't be the first, Claudette. Now, toss me the five-eighths. I need to get you up in the air so you can deliver that package to Savona, and so they have a place to talk. I sure you wouldn't want the six, Kingston. It's the engine that's been clanging, not the transmission. The injector will have to wait for when you get back. I couldn't in good conscience send you up in a machine that could fall out of the sky. <sighs> fine, fine, here it is. <laughs> if I didn't know any better, I'd think you were starting to get feelings for me, yo goat. I just appreciate being able to speak to someone who understands the mechanics of a mechanism. Now, if you would... Well done! You do good work for a blind man, you know. How much are they paying you, anyway? Nothing if you don't get out of here. We're behind on every bill we've got, so get a move on. Nice talking with you as well! Well, I'm not sure whether to take that as sarcasm or not. What kind of salute did Claudette give you right there, Belle? The single-fingered American kind. Oh. Oh. Oh, why would- I think it was done in good jest. There's a line that Claudette won't cross, and that's the dotted line. Yes, she seems to have settled into our little idiom quite fine, thank you. Please tell me that you were able to nab Henry and Gaston de Camps without too much damage to the plane. Define nab and too much damage. The warrant poster said dead or alive, Madeline, and apparently they took that literally as well. How did I know they'd decide that they'd rather take a short walk off a big cliff than go quietly? They jumped to their deaths? It didn't help we had to book it when the gendarmes arrived. Now that was your fault. I told you we'd have to move with judicious haste after that shootout in the caves, but you decided to throw demolitions into our distracted escape. So, no reward. A stressed engine from outrunning a blast, and another ulcer for me. Back to it then. Not now, Kingston. No clanking or clanging or whatever it is you do. All those close-quarters gunshots have given me a ripping headache. It's called a hangover, Belle. One that can only be cured with a good nap or a spin around the Horn of Spirits. But as Jamal drank all of my quality imbibements... Unfortunately for you, but fortunately for the business. You two are going back in the air. You've got a customer walking in from town. Ah, yes. The wind is carrying his cologne, or you can hear his leather shoes on the cobblestones or something else your other senses are picking up. What's your sense of touch saying? How about telepathy? Nothing of the sort. I received a telegram stating as such yesterday while you were dealing with DeCamps, Para in peace. The messenger said he'd be here at noon. Hello? Anybody home? Prompt as well. Is that? It can't be. What? You don't recognize Archer Lanley? Barely. Barely. He's... A hunk! Holy Moses, the boy has become a man. It has been some time since we've seen him, but it's amazing what some muscles can do to someone. Yeah, he... yeah. Madeline, wits out of the holster. This is a customer, and judging by that bespoke suit, one who has come into his inheritance. I can smell the francs. No, that is his cologne. Ah, Belle. Madeline, I see you got my telegram. Yes, telegram. Yes, indeed we did, Archie. 
And we're at your disposal. Just remind me of the nature of the assignment and uh, what percentage you want to pay up front. Ah, well, I know I was a little discreet. The mission is of a sensitive nature, hence why I wanted to keep this a little... Oh, you know me. Quiet in everything. Utterly sensitive. And Madeline? Well... Her jaw might be a little slack right now, but she can keep her lips sealed. Yep. Thank you. Sincerely. It's just that my father's mentor has been kidnapped. What a scoundrel. Are you referring to my father or the kidnapper? Yes, sorry for interrupting. Uh, please continue. Your father's mentor? His most reverend excellency, Pietro Sandri. He's a bishop, you see, and not the quiet kind. The kind who rubs elbows with barons and makes enemies with dukes. You know the type. I've studied the Reformation. <laughs> and been to Sunday school. Thoughts on religion, Madeline? Yes, how, how rude of me. <laughs> Not in polite company. Well, it seems that one of these enemies has taken to ransoming the man. Domenico di Rivoli. He thought he could keep it quiet, slip into the cathedral and slip out, but Pietro, well... His Excellency is also not the kind of priest who believes in turning the other cheek. Wait, I read about a church burning down in Imperia. Was that...? Yes. Pietro kicked over a candle in the struggle, or he fired a few gunshots, maybe both, it's unclear. Anyway, the structure nearly collapsed, and we had more than a few eyewitnesses to the event. The police, meanwhile, were more interested in some papers that His Excellency had hidden in a vault that was revealed after the fires went out. These just look like coordinates. The Di Rivoli Castle in the Italian Alps. Pietro has some explaining to do, but if Domenico was smart, he'd probably be hiding him in a stash house somewhere. That would mean going without his creature comforts, though. <laughs> Perish the thought. Why, I was just bemoaning my lack of, uh, I mean, we're completely up to the task. Out and back in 24 hours. I knew I could count on the two of you. Yes, the two of us. Two. Of us? Right, yes. Two of us. Well, if there's nothing further, please inform me as to the cost, and I'll settle it in cash. Oh, Archer Lanley, darling. We're old friends. You're a surrogate son, you might say. No need to worry about money with me. Kingston will handle that. If you'll just wait inside the house, Archer Lanley. Archer Lanley. Hmm? Is everything okay? Why wouldn't it be? Well, it's just... Yes? It's good to see you. Maybe we could... When I get back from this... You know, it, it's nothing. All right, then. It was good to see you, Madeline. And you too, Belle. Well, for the first time, the feeling's mutual. He's a little young for you, isn't he, Belle? Kingston, get that engine up and running in two minutes, or you'll use your super senses to taste each and every one of your wrenches. So, Archie Lanley, hmm? <laughs> that suit certainly complimented his new physique well. What? Head out of the clouds, Madeline. Well, actually, keep your head in the cloud. Looks like this weather will get worse before it gets better. But until we can touch down... Well, I'm not comfortable talking to you about men. Especially since you were just flirting with Archie in order to annoy Kingston. Why would I care what Kingston thinks? 
I care about your thoughts. We are partners now. Or do you want to go back to being aunt and niece? What does that have to do with... And if we're partners, that means we need to discuss things. Trust each other, that whole thing. You mean gossip. Pinnacle players gossip. Ladies conversate. That sounds like gossiping with a coat of paint. Besides, you're right. Those storm clouds aren't getting weaker and our engine isn't getting stronger. Remind me to have a word or two thousand with Kingston when we land. Yeah. Yeah, why are you trying to get me talking about Archer Lanley while you're dealing with Kingston? Whatever do you mean, dear? Oh, come on! It's clear to everybody. Kingston's got a crush on you, and you're not exactly neutral on the subject. Crush? <laughs> He's over the moon. Don't flatter yourself. It's not self-flattery if it's the truth. Besides, after what happened to him the last time he fell in love... Don't put this on him! You just don't want to broach the subject. I won't be chastised by a woman who can't even sort out her own feelings for her own admirer. Do you know anything on the subject? I may not be able to sail a boat, but if I see one in a tree, I know that the captain has committed some error. Please then, offer me some constructive advice. What should I do about Archer Landley? I will when we touch down. Goggles on, gloves off. Time to fight this thing head on. That's just when we were getting into the gossip. Ha! I knew it! I knew! Ah! Too close for comfort! Come in! Let's see if we no can... No time! We'll be ripped to ribbons! We're going to have to make an emergency landing. Where? All I see are clouds and... Those are clouds! Brace for impact! by the snow. Madeline? Madeline! I'm here. Hold on. Good girl. Brace for impact, just like I taught you. Any damage? Me? Just this bruise on my forehead. But the plane... Hmm. Mostly okay. The snowbank cushioned the fall somewhat, but I doubt we'll be able to get her airborne soon. Another ten meters and we would have dropped into the crevice. You're right. Could be worse. Really? We're lost in the Alps, a blizzard bearing down on us, with nobody knowing where we are, and we've got no provisions or cold weather clothing. So then, we better get moving before we die of hypothermia. Or we could get back to gossiping. Mush on. That blizzard was the harshest storm I'd ever experienced. No shelter, no provisions, little protection against the elements except our flight suits. The going was hard, made all the harder by the fact that we didn't know how we were going to escape from that mountain. Our plane had survived the crash, but just barely, and with no water or runway to leave. Where did that leave us? Nowhere, and we were approaching the middle of it. Or so we thought. But for once, luck was on our side. I remember Belle trying to keep my spirits up, 
remember my mind racing, remember thinking about what I was going to do or say to Archelanley if I survived the storm. I never settled on the exact words or... Well, never mind, I'm getting ahead of myself. I just don't feel good about this. Would you rather be out in that storm? <laughs> Blame us for hitting the gasthouse for a hot meal and a good drink. Salute you. It's just what Signora de Revole said. He's called Old Man Dominigo for a reason. He's senile if he thinks we'd sit outside the gates guarding the way up to his castle. If someone can get through that blizzard out there, more power to him. He must be hiding something pretty important. Or someone. Like what? Hmm? Wouldn't say? We are so far beneath his notice, dirt looks down on us. I bet you he don't even remember our names. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Good, Siam. We stick together, kid. And everything will be fine. What's the worst that could happen? Please pardon my partner. She's just suffering from a bit of pre-hypothermic shock. <laughs> Nothing that your stove and a good meal couldn't fix. Ah, much better. You wouldn't believe how cold it is out there. Hmm. Seems pretty chilly in here, too. Uh, tell you what, Madeline and I will be on our way in just a moment, but we are willing to pay for anyone's meals and drinks if they could point us to the castle of Dominigo de Rivoli. I got this, Luca. <clears throat> we don't take kindly to outsiders sticking their noses into what doesn't concern them. No doubt, because of the smell. <laughs> My friends aren't unkind, so we can do this in one of two ways. Option A, which will get you to the castle, albeit in a bloody mess. Or option two. <laughs> Boy, you would like option two. I prefer option D. Uh, what's option D? My partner kicks over that stove and sets the entire inn on fire, allowing us to escape in the confusion. <laughs> Nancyo, don't leave me here! Sorry, kid. You know what I always say. We gotta look out for ourselves. Sides, somebody's gotta tell Domenico that you abandoned your post and that these women in here. Nancyo! <laughs> there we go. Outside. A little faster there, kind sir. Unless you want to be barbecued. Now, if you could be so kind as to lead us to the castle, be quick about it. I didn't think it was possible, but the temperature seems to be dropping. Ugh, wish I didn't have to push over the stove so quick. We were outnumbered five to one. And everybody's attention was on me. Timing is everything, Madeline. In comedy, in love, in dealing with provincials whose family trees never branch. Love? What would you know about that? I grew up in pre-war France. It was all pomp, circumstance, whispers and secret notes. Awful stuff, really. Why do you think I've thrown all of that in the bin? And that gives you authority how? Don't get angry because you're conflicted about Archer Lanley. This isn't about Archer Lanley. I mean... Not entirely. Oh, really? Pray then do tell. It's just... Okay, yes, he's attractive, but I always kind of... I don't want to just fawn over him. I want him to respect... I value his friendship, but his father is so... It's just so complicated! Love? Complicated? What a novel concept. 
Oh, I do hope someone writes a play, novel, poem, song, dance, speech, or letter about it someday. I'd laugh, but my lungs are frozen. Well, what do you think? Who? Me? Is there another pile of quivering flesh in the storm? Uh, well, I, I think we should do this somewhere warmer. <laughs> think harder, or the next shot won't be in the snow. Uh, I think the young lady is experiencing new emotions that worry her regarding their capability of overwhelming her individuality and intellect due to a potential courtship with a suitor whose father may cause problems, damaging their bond before a relationship can even begin. Of course I had to find the only erudite... Ha! See? Even this yokel gets it. You're no help. Sorry, sir. I appreciate the backup, but we do need a guide, so if you'd be so kind as to lead on... Maybe you are just a confused teenager who doesn't understand love. Watch that tongue if you want to keep it. That being said, I don't disagree. You heard his lordship. We are being attacked. A gun for every man, woman, and child in this castle. The rifles for the best shots. Blunderbusses for the worst. One box of ammunition apiece, please. And pick your shots wisely. Before they set fire to the village, we don't know how many attackers there are, and we have no idea how long the siege will last. Now, to the ramparts. We can't let them reach the southeast oubliette. Yeah! wanted to charge in guns blazing. It's always worked before. No! As a matter of fact, I don't think it's ever worked. How was I supposed to know that Pipsqueak would know of a secret entrance through the aqueduct? Bell, that wasn't the aqueduct. The freeze has masked the smell, but... Shh. There's no telling who's around what corner. Mm. Maybe we shouldn't have tied that man up and left him behind. He'd have only tried to make a break for it or made some noise. We've got to take this low and slow, preferably off the beaten path. If that's north... Then we have to make our way opposite. There must be a servant's passage around here. The master of the house wouldn't want jailers muddying up his main hall. There. A staircase down and away. Grab that torch. Sure is dark. First it's Archer Langley, then it's the cold, now it's the lighting. I thought you said we needed to be quiet. The stone will carry our voices the entire way to... Everybody who's anybody in this castle is upstairs defending it. Nobody's here in the underbelly unless there's a reason involving a cask of Amontillado. He could be behind any one of these doors. There's dozens. Well, get cracking. With the doors? Don't be simple, Madeline. What is troubling you about Archer Landley? Why don't you tell me? You sound like you already know. I do. But I want to hear you find your way to it. For the life lessons I'll learn? <laughs> For the comedy? <laughs> ah, the ignorance of youth. I'm glad I left that behind in Paris as well. Come on, we must be getting close. Nope, you're still far away. Fine. Maybe, maybe, maybe I might have... Feelings for Archer Landley that aren't entirely platonic. And? And? Maybe I should tell him about that. And? And? Then he'll 
probably try and court me, and then it'll become this big to-do, and then this whole thing will become even messier than it was before, and then- Stop, stop, stop. You were doing so well. You can't control anybody else's emotions, Madeline. Only your own. Be honest with the world, and you'll do every and you'll be doing everything you can to change it. Okay. So what are you going to do? Maybe I will talk to Archer Lanley and tell him how I am so confused. Ah, now, that's the young woman I raised. Ah, here we are. How, how do you know? No dust on this door. Someone's opened it recently. Hello? Your Excellency? Have you come with my dinner yet? I'm simply famished. Told you. Ugh, locked, of course. Madeline, this door was built sometime in the Renaissance. Now, stand back. Don't you think the bishop would have... <coughs> oh, now I see. Velvet cushions, platters of good food, a gramophone, and what a belly. Yes, Madeline. This isn't the selfless, help the poor, find God in service kind of bishop. You got dust all over my robes. And in my wine. Oh, now it's worthless. Yeah, it's the selfish, help himself, find God in gold kind of bishop. I take it you're here to rescue me? Ah, uh, my good boy, the Baron. <laughs> Still as cheap as ever, hiring women instead of men. <laughs> Very well. Just one more glass of port and we'll be going. Here. I'm afraid not, Your Excellency. It seems we have been discovered. Well, I suppose it can't be helped. I need it back for the wedding preparations. Oof, there goes my gout. Well, let's hurry then. You don't want those two backing out now without you there to wed them, now would you? Indeed, same old story, really. Wanting this old man's blessing. Can't blame them. A youngster with romance on her mind and blue in her blood, foolish enough to wed the Baron's son. What? Oh, no. Oh, yes. Archibald, I think the lad's name is, or, um... Archilanley is getting married? Yes, that's it. Archilanley. Madeline, perhaps we can discuss this elsewhere? They're getting close. <laughs> Very close. I had thought that the weather was a shock, but the bishop's revelation was something else entirely. At least it had the effect of ridding me of any chill that lingered in my bones. My blood was boiling. How could Archer Lanley have kept that from me? It wouldn't have done me any good to dwell on such things, as we had to escape from that castle. Still... Every time we took a turn, my mind raced back to Archilanley. Every time I dodged a bullet, I could hear his voice in the ricochet. Belle had her own burden in carrying the bishop. The dope refused to run, but I think the weight I was carrying was even heavier. Somehow we made it outside. Honestly, it was a blur, and so was the visibility. The blizzard hadn't let up at all. We needed to vamoose. But how to do it? With few options, I did what any good pilot does. 
Turn anger and fear into fuel. I don't mean to be a burden, child, but shouldn't we hire a carriage, standard or horseless, back in town? Lucky I haven't dropped you in a snowbank. You weigh a ton! Oh, that would be the jewelry. Can't be seen without my signs of office. Or my personal collection. Or this nice piece I was able to borrow from De Rivoli before he put me underground. Madeline, not so far ahead. I can barely see through this haze. Neither can our pursuers me thinks. Hmm, getting closer since the last shot. Uh, Madeline, you said you had a plan. All it seems she like She seems is... a little put out, yes? You'll be put out, literally, if we can't elude De Rivoli and his servants. Up here. What? That's just a snowbank. No, look. Let me dig. Oh, my. You're right. The storm had nearly covered it up. Oh, we'll never get it out here now. Looks like we're going to have to take a stand. Inside you go, Your Excellency. You wouldn't mind turning the heat on, would you? Just back in business and about to be put out. Well, the Reaper comes and goes as he pleases, doesn't he? We're not dying here. I'm not going to allow it. Head over here, by the gorge! I don't think you have much choice in the matter, Madeline. Here, behind the plane. We can use it as cover as No! They... We're flying out of here. I need to talk to Archer Landley. I need to understand why he would- Ugh, oh, please! As proud as I am of you for understanding the euphemism, we aren't flying out of here either. We can't dig it out in time, and there's no way we could get up to speed in this weather. There's a way out of this. I know it. Please take off your blinders. Archer Landley can wait. He will. Back at home. Until I get there and wring his neck. Madeline! How could he? How could he just waltz back into my life and, 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 and do this? Look, if you want to argue this out, we can't do it in the open. If bullets don't do us in, an avalanche will. That's... that's it! What is... Get in the pilot's seat, Aunt Belle. I've got a plan. Plans made on death's doorstep aren't always the wisest, Madeline. Trust me! All right, but you have less than a minute before we're surrounded. Locked in. Start up the engine and gun it as loud as you can. That would lead them right to us. Not before an avalanche carries us into the gorge. No, 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 no. We need the speed. You said it yourself, and the push will clear us out of the snow. Or kill us outright. What's going on up there? Why aren't we airborne? I want to be home before breakfast. We're partners, right? Of course, but... Then gun it. Ah, that's it. Get back. Oh, it's not in the way. How did I raise such a fire starter? Oh, I'd cry if I wasn't so worried about my eyes freezing shut. You must be pretty angry with Archer Landy. Hmm, that's odd. What is, Kingston? I just got an intense feeling of foreboding. Like something bad was about to happen. Certain doom. Well, you're not wrong. Bishop to E5. That's checkmate. What? You were so focused on what you thought I was going to do, you didn't realize what had already happened. No, it's... There, on the wind.
It's just Belle and Madeline back from their mission. Good. They have space enough to dock this time. I wouldn't worry about docking. You should worry about their landing gear. Ugh, looks like it's taking a beating. They're heading straight for shore. Please tell me that they're not going to... Ugh, to beach the plane so that they make sure they don't sink. And just as we're about to head into the weekend. Yeah, where's my toolkit? Please don't rush, you two. I only have a former hostage in a plane that is letting in water that will ruin the inner hull. We just finished our game, Belle. Give me a second to bask in victory. What? Chess? It's nice to have someone who finally wants to play. Oh, I see. You get a patsy and that excuses you from all work. I'm sorry that paying the bills has been distracting me from my openings. Something's got her in a mood. Mm. Something's always got her in a mood. A little haste, if you would. Yes, please. I had a nice sound sleep in the hold, but my legs are a tiny bit cramped. A massage might be in order. Watch yourself, Kingston. Madeline, what happened out there? Is Archer Lanley in the house? He came back from the inn, yes, but... Madeline, you're back so soon. Are you all right? That bruise on your head... You're getting married. Excuse me? We rescued your bishop for you, only to hear, Hey, looks like he's going to officiate your wedding. Oh, Father. Just when I think he'll let me control my life, he insists that... So it's not true? No. Good. Well, I was considering it. What? I should have seen this coming. Father gives me more and more responsibility, but then he expects me to do something for him... Far outstripping the cost of- Who? Who is it? Oh, you love her, Madeline. Her name's Vivian. Vivian LaFolle. She comes from a wealthy background. Her parents are big shots in Parisian fashion, but don't hold that against her. Come to think of it, yes, that family. A fine joining of our estates. Well, no wonder my mother set us up. Were you going to tell me? Um... I thought... I thought you'd be happy for me. Why? Why would I be happy for you? Madeline, what is our relationship? We're... We're friends. Uh Uh-huh. But... Maybe I wanted more than that? You should have... Should have what? Tell me, Madeline. Where were you for the past six months? I... Things got a little heavy with my aunt, so I had to skip town to Venice, where I became the boss of a bunch of gangsters. I know it sounds crazy. I believe you. We've been on crazier adventures. A Zeppelin, Monaco, the Sahara. But you could have dropped a line. I didn't really have the opportunity. I was fighting for my life. And then I came home and found out that my aunt's business had been stolen. How about a telegram? And then we were in Spain, then London, then New York. A letter, even? Two minutes out of your day to tell me where you were, how you were doing. Listen, I don't begrudge you any of your adventures. In fact, that's what I like about you. I wanted to be the kind of person to have them, but I'm me. I just figured I wasn't the kind of guy you could see beside you on all those things. No, that wasn't it. Hmm. I I just wish you would have told me about it earlier then. 
Here's a check with a bonus. Given how quickly and safely you did this whole thing. I know your aunt prefers cash, but I don't think even my father would feel comfortable lugging this amount of money around with him. Madeline. Your bishop is down by the plane. Thank you for your business. I do mean it. I think you would get along with Vivian. Please stop by. Just don't bring Belle. She and my father might kill each other. Madeline, you in here? Yes, over here. I have the check. It's very generous. I'll hold on to it if you don't mind. I don't think either of us want to hit the docks right now. I thought you two could fight, but Claudette and Belle... Who broke your heart, Kingston? And how did you fix it? I see Belle has been gossiping again. Please? To be honest, you never really fix a heart. You just find a way to put the pieces back together again and try not to put too much stress on the cracks. Is this about Arch Lanley? Why does it have to be about Archer Lanley? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to pry. No, it's not really about Archer Lanley. He needs to live his life, and I need to not cause him any grief. Hmm, I'm... Well, I wouldn't say I'm happy to share my story, but if you want to hear it, I'll tell it. And if you decide you need specific advice, please chime in. Thanks. So, you wouldn't believe this, but Claudette features in this story. Just a bit, but, well, you'll see. This was back when I could see, of course. So, that was it? What was it? You took Archer Lanley's money and he left your life forever? How could you? After he... Did I say he left my life forever? No, no. I was far from over with Archer Lanley. So, you got him back? Back for what? I wasn't angry with him. But you were... Angry with myself. I just let him come and go. I didn't have any control of the situation. I didn't even face it until it was too late. And then, that was that. Don't let others dictate your life, Madeline. That was something that Kingston told me. Well, what did he say? Well, that's a story for another time. Thanks for humoring me, honey. So what are you going to do about that caller? Um, texter. Queens of the Sapphire Sea, Episode 204, Storms Colder and Cold Shoulders. Written, created, and sound edited by Steel Tyler Philippec. Produced by Adam Lance Garcia and Steel Philippec. Starring the vocal talents of... Catherine Frey, Sarah Smithton, Gianmarco Soresi, Alfonso Giansanti, Kirsten Anderson, Steel Tyler Philippec, Johnny Pomato, and Evangelia Artemis. Sound recorded by Adam Lance Garcia. Music by Adam Nash. For a full list of sound effects credits, please visit our website, radioroomshow.com, or check us out on Twitter at Real Radio Room for news, updates, and more information. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, or any fine podcatcher.